Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts, Martial Arts, March Arch. Martial Arch. Arts, and the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more proudly bring to you the reigning, undisputed radio tag team champions of the galaxy. Ooh. The Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG. We are the Nerd Thug Radio. Like it. What's up, guys? You're listening to us on Conos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, find us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Click that thumbs up, like us, follow us, see what's going on in the world of Nerd Thug. We got our producer with us, a.k.a. N-E-D. Ned. Ned. Oh. A.k.a. N-E-D. That's a lot of letters. Well, I started listening to a lot of... Uh, Man, I've had like a great blast in the past week. Okay. So I have Apple Music. All right. Um, and so you can pretty much add anything to your phone music library without having to pay for it because you pay for the monthly descri- uh, d- uh, description. Description? Yeah, I was going to say description. Prescription? Subscription. Subscription. It's a prescription, too, because it makes me feel good. Okay, all right. Doctor ordered it. <laughs> Doctor uh, ordered the Apple Music. HMO yeah. should cover it, then. They should. I think they do. Oh, stop that, man. Um, and so... Um, you can add anything to your phone. So I've been going back and adding like all the music I listened to, <laughs> like circa 2001 to like 2008. So a lot of 30 Seconds to Mars. 30 Seconds to Mars recover uh, against me. I added, um, what else did I get on there? Uh, yellow Card, Red yeah. Jumpsuit Apparatus, yeah. uh, The Impossibles, NERD. And yeah. so I've been listening to a lot of NERD, and so just N-E-D. Net. I got you. No, I got it. I got it. It's been awesome. Pharrell and that group, like, they exploded so big. The first album was huge, and then it was And, and then it just sort of, like, vanished immediately. And then Pharrell became his own thing. Right. And it was weird, right? Because NERD was the Neptunes. So it was like, why not just release an album as the Neptunes? Yeah. But instead, they, they chose to be NERD for that. And you would think, like, rebranding, they'd have to rebuild and do. No. But, like, it was such a big hit because the Neptunes make such good music. Right. And then Pharrell did his own thing. Yeah. But it's been, man, I've been in the car riding around for work just jamming all these old, like, albums that I used to listen to. That's funny. It is. It's been awesome. Can I tell you one of my favorite Pharrell stories? Yeah, go for it. I'm the listening. song uh, Happy. I'm happy and alone. That one? Right. Yeah. Uh, he wrote it originally for CeeLo Green. And I can see that. CeeLo Green. So that ain't gangster enough for me. Uh, no, he recorded a version of it, uh, and the label didn't like it. So, Teela Green was like, well, if you didn't like what I did, then just go ahead and give it back to Pharrell, and I'll just do another song. Okay. Uh, And so, Pharrell actually says that CeeLo Green's version is incredibly different and depressing. Oh, wow. uh, And is better than his version. And, like, you'll never hear it, though. You'll never hear it, but he did. Yeah. Man, it's... that's, That's a good story. I just like I like when there's like those weird little yeah. music things like Megan Trainer. All of her songs were all rejected by like she writes for Katy Perry and other. Yeah, pop that's stars. how she got started. Yeah, she's a songwriter and basically she had like an album worth of songs that nobody else wanted and she was like, "These are really good. Why doesn't anyone want them?" I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, I don't really like her though. Download a bunch of the used albums. Man, I love the uh, used. Okay, go. Bullet for my Valentine. Bob. Okay, go as. Fun as they are to listen to are so much better to watch oh their my music gosh. videos. Their music videos. Have you ever always... seen them live? No, man. So I had this these friends back in in the college days. Okay, the college. Right. The cool days. leg. 
Uh, I've mentioned them before. It's Spaceman Smith. That's where I saw Jared Leto and yeah, yeah, hang out yeah. there a little bit. But they opened up for OK Go one time in this place. I want to say it was in Grand Prairie called the Bronco Bowl. Okay. All and right. So, like, you walk into this place and you can go left and it's a bowling alley. Or you go right, like uh-huh. literally, like you walk in. And you've got two choices. Two choices. You go bowling alley or you go to like small music venue. That is cool. <laughs> so like, I remember going in, we watched our buddies and then OK Go and then we all went bowling afterwards. That is cool. It's not there anymore, which is, I don't know why, it's the greatest that's, idea. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's an amazing concept. Yeah, in concert, they are amazing. Um, Austin City Limits, uh, when Ludo was still around, they opened for... Uh, Coheed and Cambria or Motion City? I don't remember now because the event was sponsored by Jaeger. Okay. So I don't remember how it ended. But uh, <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but that was a fun night. That was the same concept. Like, your buddy's band is playing, then, like, cool big band, and you're like, yeah. sweet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't really remember. I can't remember now which what band it was that they opened for. Yeah, I've had a lot of experiences, like, being at um, concerts because my buddies were playing there, so we had to go backstage. Or yeah. like when I was, oh man, I was like fifteen, maybe sixteen. And so there's a guy I don't know if you remember him, Michael Bishop. He was the quarterback at Willis High School. Yeah, yeah. went to Kansas State. Was oh. amazing there. Got drafted by the Packers, I think. Yeah, because he's in one of the men's. Dra- drafted by the Packers. Went to, like, arena football and CFL, did amazing, but never could make it in the NFL. Anyways, right. so he's, like, a local celebrity here. Yeah. Well, his cousin, like, first cousin, was a good friend of mine from, like, freshman, sophomore, and we played football together, whatever. So we went to a little flip concert <laughs> uh, one, one night, and I was, like, 15, <laughs> and we're, like, backstage with, like, Flip and, like, all of those guys. So like, as fun as that would be, in hindsight, Little Flip literally had one song. So, like... Well, at that point, he had... He had one song hit the radio, but like as far as like the Houston scene goes, no, yeah, everyone he was yeah, huge. Everyone like because he was selling CDs out of his trunk for like, like two thousand ninety nine two thousand. Yeah, he might have been the biggest Houston rapper before but Mike like, Jones hit the scene. But in hindsight, like if you're telling someone I now that do you that. saw, like you're, if you're telling yeah. someone now that you went to a little flip concert, they're like, how long? Like, but imagine like being seven minutes? It's like imagine eight minutes. Being, it's just same song twice. Yeah. I'm not going to go into all the details. No, but you can no. imagine. 15-year-old Joey Savage yeah. with, like, the bleach blonde Eminem hair. <laughs> like, I probably was wearing, like, a Tupac shirt. Right. Backstage with, like, a Swisher House, like, Houston rap. God only knows what was going on back there. I feel like Michael Watts was sitting in one of the rooms hanging Might out. Might have been. Sipping, there, was a lot of, lean. there was a lot of stuff, like, in the air, like, <laughs> floating around. Um, Quite an experience. So... I've seen less than Jake play in Houston probably like seven or eight times. Uh, and one time when we were in high school, we went and saw him, and they pulled up a girl. We were seniors at this point, and they pulled up a girl on stage who like was in our class. I had I have a class with her, and I didn't even know she was there. And I didn't even know she was into punk music. And I was like, "What is she doing here?" She's like on stage and like they're walking her backstage. Yeah, she was a good looking girl. Like obviously she was invited to the party. Yeah, uh, you were not. I was not. Uh, but like we're, we're sitting there, we're all rocking out, and then I was like, "Wait, I, what is, she, really? What? That's, that's odd." Amanda, what is Amanda doing? <laughs> um, yeah, good times, man. And so then, of course, like me and Allie are sitting there, and we're we're both putting music on, and so we're talking about the different concerts we had been to, and just like, all these. I was like, man. Times were fun in those, like, five years. That was a good five years it was of my a good, life. It was a good run. 
Uh, speaking of five years in life and getting old, we celebrated your birthday this past week. That's right. I am now 103. You are now 36 years old. 36. Uh, we did it in nerd thug fashion. That's right. In we a janky Mexican place. Oh, I thought, you were, just, I thought you were talking about the bank robbery. We oh, no, no, no. Oh, I don't want to talk about that on air. I mean, oh, okay. If that gets out, you know, this show's over. Is it? Yeah. I mean, why I would think, I be here? I think we would be way more popular if people knew we robbed banks. But why would I be doing the radio if I had that much money? I mean, you gotta. I wouldn't do. You gotta anything. low key launder I'll it. I'll do anything. Yeah, you gotta low key launder it. Like uh, you can't just no, blow it on something. No, I'm not. I'd, oh, okay. I'd, I'd spend it all at once. Oh, uh, that's how. You don't get, spend it all in one place. Yeah, that's how you get caught. Oh well. I think talking about it on the radio might also. Yeah, be duh. A way to get caught. Only slightly though. Yeah. Slightly. But uh, yeah, we celebrated your 36th birthday. It's pretty nice. That's true. It's true. Um, I think you've had like a birthday party all like week. Sort of. Yeah. So Tuesday and then Thursday. And then Saturday. Saturday. Man, three birthday parties in one. Does that make me 38 now? No, I still think it makes you 36. Okay, still 36. But, so, like, really, you celebrated, like, three birthdays. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Am I like, 38? You said you were 12 the first birthday, and then 24 the second birthday, and then 36 on the third birthday. Wow, time flies. Yeah. 12 years old, I was taking you to get a margarita. <laughs> Just across the street. You were like, you. it's okay, I'm taking him home with it's me. It's okay. He's Don't be a, weird. He's only 12, but he has a beard. That's, you know what? There's a kid in high school right now that I'm sure is living that exact life. It is. I, um, I guess middle school. Right. I um, ran into uh, an old friend of mine who used to work together, and her kid is now in seventh grade. And so she was talking about how uh, over the summer, like all of her, so her son's like a younger one. Yeah. So like he's. But all of his friends. Like, all of his friends yeah. like have hit puberty now. So like now they're like. She's like, I'm looking up at them, and they've got these little mustaches. <laughs> I'm like, just wait till they start hitting on you. Yeah. Because she's pretty attractive. Yeah, wait till like, that Wait till up. that happens. Yeah. You're the MILF now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's got to be the worst. Uh, I had to explain to one of my mom's friends what MILF meant many years ago. Because, like, it was just kind of becoming, like, a big... So, 15 what? years ago? Yeah. Like, it was just kind of becoming a thing, like, that you were talking about in public. Stacy's mom. Like, Scott sure, it had been a website for a while, but people weren't saying out loud at the time. True. And then they started saying it everywhere because at that point everyone was just so inoculated to it. And my mom's friend was like, some guy in traffic yelled the other day like, hey, MILF. And I was like, what does that mean? And well, I was the, like. And it's one of those things that like once like MTV or like anybody on the TV gets a hold of it. Now yeah. it's like socially acceptable. Now, so now, now it's you've everywhere. Got, you've got moms walking around like I'm a MILF shirt. Okay. That's an interesting thing you're bringing up there because, you know, Elvis uh, shook his hips on TV. Yeah. And before that. Like, rock and roll was the devil. Yeah. And then immediately after that, all of America was pregnant um, because he shook his hips on TV. And so, like, do you think that's kind of what, it, like, once someone breaks it in, it's a, it's, it becomes, like, normal? Yeah, and I think especially now, we'll get away from TV. Yeah. MILF was TV 15 years ago. Now, it's the internet. It's Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and Facebook. Like, once a few of these... Uh, once someone normal, what do they it? call them? Uh, influencers. One of the, once one of these influencers starts doing something, now all of a sudden everybody wants to do it and it becomes socially acceptable. That's um, I'm pretty smart. Slightly I'm, disturbing a little bit. It yeah, is, but I that's mean, how yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah, it's the same concept. When Elvis got on stage and was shaking his hips, it was like you're the devil, and then all of a sudden rock and roll became a prominent thing. and it was yeah. a thing. And then you know over time it's been it's been a lot of TV, and now with social media, it's social media. I mean that's. I was talking about the other day, we're, you know, uh, as we get out of here to the break, these albums that I was downloading, like CDs. So this year, 2019, mm -hmm. will be the first year since like 19, 
87 that vinyls will outsell CDs. Wow. Because no one's, Vin- no one's buying any no CDs. No one's buying CDs anymore. And they're vinyls buying, are now collectible. And then records are coming back, and they're coming more, more prominent. But people are buying, like I am, they're buying music on their phones. Yeah. Because social media and the phone has is, is revolutionized everything. So a lot of these you know, mm-hmm. socialites or famous people or even the artists, the more followers they have and the more hits on YouTube have, they're making more money. Because they can advertise. Oh, for sure. I mean, think about these guys. These so that's becoming that's these the thing. SoundCloud artists who never really, uh, you know, who's a Chance the Rapper. Yeah. He he will never sign a record deal because he's made his whole career completely as an independent, simply through the uh, the social medias. Well, the good news too is because people aren't buying CDs, the market to make money is now becoming more into concerts. So yes, concerts because concerts are coming back around. Live but it also means amazing. it also means record labels are now also trying to find ways to get their cut out of the concerts. Absolutely, by like controlling the music, and then the artists have to pay a license to play their own song at right. a concert. Crazy, right? I have a horror story when we come back about a, a particular band who like they lost total control of everything. Okay, hold that story. When we come back. We're gonna get to it. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Before we get into this awful story, uh, Corey DLG oh. has over here. Oh. Uh, let me tell you about my friend, the Nerd Ninja, at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Kia, as the leader of ATA Martial Arts here in North Houston, with now three locations. Ooh, convenient locations. Yeah, the Woodlands location has opened for business. I believe it's at Woods Edge Church. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, I'll fact check myself two days from now. Uh, but then they're also in Conroe and Magnolia. Uh, literally, if you're listening to this radio station, FM 104.5, FM 106.1, you can go train somewhere in the art of Taekwondo. And learn from Cox ATA. Learn from the Nerd Ninja. World champion Nerd Ninja. Yeah. Also, there's a world champion, Miss Decanter, who runs Conroe School, teaches there. There's yes. also world champion Miss Katanda, who's at the Woodlands location. The world champions are all over the place. Ooh, they're spread uh, out like honey. Spread out. You can. They've got programs for the little ones. They got programs for your school age kids, the high schoolers, young adults, middle aged people, and the seniors. They've got programs for everyone. They'll teach self defense, taekwondo, as we mentioned. They teach some tai chi classes. They even have uh, classes for the adaptive type people. Okay. Um, the special needs people. They've got a whole like. Uh, program for them uh, it's called like i can kids like it is the most exciting and fulfilling thing to watch and help 
people watch people help teach that class. That's cool. Like those kids are out there busting their butler in Taekwondo. It's amazing. Simply amazing. So don't forget, mention Nerd Thug Radio, get two free, free weeks of training because at Cox AT Martial Arts, we teach life skills. We build leaders. We leave a legacy. I like how you finished that off for me. Yeah, you seem to be struggling over there. Are you having a stroke? No, I'm just like, right. I'm okay. getting really excited. Like, All right, I I'm like excited it. about it's starting to slur over there. Yeah. Cars are I puttering just or whatever. Super excited for the motor's what, revved for what uh, my my friend Caleb has built over over there. Uh, talk to him, you know, at least once a week, and he throws ideas by me. And he's been telling me about this plan for months now, and it's just awesome to see see it happen. Like it all fold together. Yeah. Ooh, all right. I like that. Unfold together, or fold. I mean, Ooh, really. What do you, you do when laundry comes out? You fold it and then put it up, or don't ever put it up. It just sits. Right. Or you just don't do laundry. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, see, you can do that. Um, all right, so hit us, hit me with this story. All right, so I'm not going to name the band or the label because that wouldn't be cool. It's Guns N' Roses. It's Guns N' Roses. Uh, but a buddy, a, uh, another band that would have like toured a bunch with my friend's band, and like we all knew them. Uh, they had like a two album deal, and they didn't do a great job of vetting their contract. And the band completed the first album, and then was basically done. Uh, the band didn't want to keep playing and all that, so they didn't do a second album. They broke up. Um, the lead singer then was like, okay, well, I still want to do music. Uh, and the label was like, great, but before you can do anything, you need to handle the financials on this deal because you owe us money because you didn't finish the second, uh, album. And, uh, there's, there's kind of a whole conversation about it. So finally he's like, all right, well, I've always done pretty well on the road with merch and all that. So I'll just go on tour and that's how I'll pay you guys back. And they were like, cool. Uh, except you can't use the band name, you can't use the music, you can't use the merch or the logo, because when you guys disbanded, all of the, c- the control of all of that fell to us. So you'll need to pay us licensing rights to use essentially what is your music, uh, your logo, your band name, and all of that. So he was like, oh, uh, what? And then on top of that, they were like, so the licensing fee we'll charge you will coincidentally be the exact amount of money you owe us for the remainder of the contract. So before you can use any of that stuff to tour, you need to uh, pay us. So he had to basically start over for the tour. Like, couldn't use the band name for promotion. Couldn't use any of the old songs. Couldn't use any of the old merch. Couldn't use any of the logo. Basically had to just completely start over from scratch. That stinks. That's <laughs> that's not. It's the fun. worst thing ever. And that's where that's where record labels are honing in on live music as the next stream of revenue, where they're going. Okay, well, CD sales are down. Record. I don't. I guess they just don't make as much money off record because it's a more involved process to make the record. Like now or back then? Now, even still now, oh, it's, it's back a more then involved. they could make money off records. Yeah, you know they they do uh, make money. I don't want to say they're not, but now you're doing smaller print uh, runs, yeah, so the cost no, is higher. No one's buying records, right? We, we mentioned that last segment. Yeah, it's vinyl a collectors will outsell CDs for the first time. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I mean. So it's vinyl, crazy. but vinyl is like a collector item now. Yeah. So it's a it's a more expensive process because you're doing small print runs, but also you're putting a lot of stuff in it, special art and little collectibles and things like that. So the margins are tighter on that. Right. So really the last bastion of profit for the label is live music, tours. That's the good way. I guess that's why, um, who did I see the other day? 
Third Eye Blind was like on tour again. Yeah. Jimmy well, E. World. Ver, uh, Vertical Horizon. Literally, you guys, I think someone told me they finally made a second album, but they spent uh, 20 plus years touring their first album simply because like there was no incentive to go back in and make the other album when they were making what they were making off the first one. Like, we'll just keep touring and selling t-shirts and yeah, the venues got smaller and smaller and smaller, but... I'm a tourist. Don't know what shows up. Right, and I mean you're 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 banking all kinds of money at that point. Like it's all from that first album. At this point, it's got to be all profit. Twenty plus years later. <laughs> like, hey, that one guy showed up, but I got that cheap free cheeseburger. <laughs> that's right. So, like, uh, someone told me recently they finally recorded a second album, but they spent a long time just every time the label kind of checked in with them, like, "Hey, you guys ready to get back in the studio?" They were like, "No, nah, nah. we're good. We're good. We'll just keep touring this one." They Interesting. Went, they went from headliner to middle to opener to smaller venue, smaller venue, smaller venue. I, you know, so the business side of me, you know, I, I love it when, when bands play the big venues like, um, you know, the Toyota Center, Verizon, or the, the Pavilion. Uh, the Pavilion out here, yeah. They make more money doing that. Sure, absolutely. Um, as a fan, though. I love me the small shows. It's more intimate. There's more energy. Yeah, absolutely. It's a different experience, right? It's amazing, yeah. Well, Cardi B said she had to cancel some shows. I guess she just had her baby and had done some cosmetic surgery and needed time to let everything heal and kind of reset before she went back on the road. So she she looks awful now. She had to cancel some dates and appearances because of that and the result was someone got onto her on twitter and she basically was like i think it was i think the number was 120 grand that she was losing for each show she canceled she was like listen i'm the one who's out the the money like don't worry like i'm gonna come back and get this money but i don't want to hear your stuff i'm the one losing 120 grand i got 120 grand in my butt right now well yeah and and then i'm losing money on every date i cancel you know what i mean like yeah but i mean to the consumer uh side of it those tickets are pretty expensive. I'm sure to go see Cardi B, you're probably spending a hundred bucks a pop. Well, uh, Imagine Dragons. This was a this was a big deal in Houston. The Buzz talked about it for a while. Uh, Imagine Dragons came, and they have a long history of never canceling. They've never canceled a show. The lead singer comes out there and he goes, "Guys, listen, I don't feel good. I feel awful. As a matter of fact, my voice is basically gone. But we don't cancel shows. We're here for y'all." Is how he pitched it, and he's like. So if you guys could help me tonight, we'll get through this together. And like he could barely sing the songs. The clips that are out there on the internet are awful of this show. And like he's having the fans sing the choruses to everything, and the bands pitching in, but they can't sing. And like, do the fans enjoy it or no? Well, that's the thing. Is the next day people were kind of like, "Hey, how do you feel about that experience?" And people were calling in, going, "Well, I paid one hundred and fifty dollars to see him to do a sing along, right?" And then other people were like, "I think it's a really unique experience. Like no one else on the whole tour is gonna have." That experience, well, but other people were like, "Okay, but I spent four hundred dollars for three people to go see him. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't care that this was a one of a kind experience. It was an awful one. Like, I don't know. How do you feel? Which way do you go on that? <sighs> it's tough, right? right? Um, I get it because you spent the money. You work hard for your money. <sighs> I don't, but <laughs> you spend your own money, and uh, you're there. Um, but for me. It's such a hard thing to say because I'm not I'm more of a musical person like okay I like the guitar and the bass and the riffs and the drums and like all the instruments being played like the vocals are second 
you know, for me. Okay. So, like, for them to come out and it's like either, hey, hey, you're canceled, you're going home, then they're going to reschedule, maybe not reschedule, you never know. Yeah, well, if they don't, you at least get your money you back. get your money back, but, like, I live in the moment. Like, I'm already there. Yeah. You're coming out, hey, you're not feeling well. Okay, you guys are going to play the musical part, and we're all going to sing because whenever you're at the pavilion and you're not in the pit and you're in the, the seats, you can barely hear anyways, and everyone around you is singing to the top of their lungs anyways. So, I don't know. I... You're right. I'd probably live in the moment like, this is kind of cool. Like, it's a sing-along. No one else Man, is getting this. I don't know. I feel I'd like... I'd be okay with it. Plus, I'd probably have, like, four beers in me already, so I really <laughs> wouldn't care. Um, and I would just go along with it and have a good time. I feel like I would be disappointed. You would. I, I would, too. Yeah, you both would. I understand. I mean, well, I mean, no, you I mean, know, you, you, when, when those guys were calling in going, like, you know, I paid a lot of money. One guy was like, this was my daughter's first concert, and we bought, like, the VIP package and blah, 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 and they canceled the signing because he was sick and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, yeah, that's that's garbage. That's a really disappointing situation. And like, listen, I know people get sick, and I know things happen. But if you can't deliver right, on the quality of the money, like, and you know why they did it? Here's the reality: if you cancel, we know, we know both sides of this. If they cancel, they're losing their money. If they cancel, they're losing the money, or they have to give up another date somewhere else to come right. back. And so, if it. I'm the band, I don't want to come back. No, if I'm the band, I go out there and say, hey, you know what the first thing I say is, hey guys, uh, we're gonna do the show. Uh, I can't really sing, so I need you guys to sing along with me. But we're gonna like, uh, we're just gonna give you your money back. So you would do both. You yeah. would do the show and get yeah, the money. Yeah, why not? Back. If you really, if, if you, it was really about the fans, if it was really about the fans. Uh, okay, I, that's okay. You know what? That's hundred percent. I'm a person who I'm. I'm about our Nerd Thug Radio fans. Yeah, like I want to take care of them. I because be, let's be honest, without them, we are nothing. That's why we stopped charging for the radio show. You guys get it for free now, right? Um, so, you know, as the lead singer of a band, again, I probably would have out there with like six beers in me, even if I was sick. Right. And I'd be like, you know what, guys, screw it. I'm giving you money back, but we're going to do the show anyways because I'm already hot and sweaty and we're already set up, so let's just do it. Let's party together. See, to me. Someone bring me some beers. Let's just party. To me, they flew into Houston. They're like, they already have another date tomorrow. They have another, like, everything's already booked and scheduled and, and set up. They're, they're not going to break the flow to come back here later to make up money they already got. So... I know it's the cynical way to look at it, but I feel like that's the truth of it. We know with these sports signings and these different things, if you remember when, when the Sportify show happened and there was all the controversy yeah. and all that, I remember us talking privately and I was like, the athletes are going to be there no matter what because even if no one shows up, they fulfill their commitment by yeah. walking in and sitting down for the hour that they're booked. No, absolutely. And for me, too, it's the same thing. Like In, in my normal life, so I'm not even a musician. I'm just, I'm just a traveling salesman and a, and a DJ radio host. But like... When we talk about people on the show, if I have a call set for like eleven o'clock with this guy and he like wants to cancel, nine times out of ten I'm like, screw, it, I'm not going back to him. Yeah, we're not like, coming I'm back. I'm too to that busy. Guy. I've got other stuff now I have to do. There's there so, are certain again, people who have canceled on us more than once, and we tried a couple times, and we're like, we're not done. going back. We're so not me, going I'm back. like, hey, if I can't do this, I'm not coming back to Houston. So you guys get your money back, but I'm already here, so let's party. That would be if it was really about right. the fans. That would have been the cool. Because you think, let's just say it's a hundred grand. Do you really think Imagine Dragons needs a hundred grand? Well, and, do, and, no. and by the end of the tour, they won't know. Like at the end of the tour, after they pay everything, they're just getting one check. Right. So it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Oh, it's only nine hundred thousand, not a million. Ugh. Right. I guess I can't pay my bills this month. In the aggregate, you know, when it's all said and done, the tour, I'm sure the band is splitting somewhere in the north of twenty, twenty right. to thirty million dollars. Like. This one show isn't making or breaking that. Have I ever told you the story of the Imagine Dragons drummer? Uh, no. So I'll tell the story, and then we'll jump out to a break because we've got okay. a special guest in the next segment. So they are, they're from South Africa. Correct. Right? They have a band. They're going. 
a few years into the band, the uh, drummer who I guess had a, has a family and stuff. Oh, you did tell me this. They're not making any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the drummer's like, "Listen, guys, I'm out. Like, I can't do this anymore. We're got, not making any got money. Kids, I got, I got bills. Kids. I, I, I I'm gonna go be a plumber family. or whatever it is." So he goes and does his own thing, and then like two years later, they hit it big, and then he calls him back. He's like, "Hey, guys, can I can I come back and play?" They're like, "Nah, bro. Well, sorry. we got another drummer. Oh, uh, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. All right, so about to break. When we come back. We have a special guest from Women of Wrestling. The legendary Roddy Piper's daughter, Till Piper. Go nowhere. It's pretty exciting. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Ned. Can you just say I'm N-E-D from now on? No. I think that sounds better. No. He say will, it. No. He's a real person. Say it. No. He's a real person. Say it, Nico. You're not my real dad. Well, you have. Just got aggressive. You have a golden opportunity to change your name to N-E-D. Yeah. Or. Or. We could just talk about our friend's golden opportunity because life is filled with missed opportunities. Well, those days are gone thanks to Golden Opportunity, a location-based, community-oriented app that shows you events and coupons in your area as well as available jobs and items for sale. It even has shelters and pantries for those in need or those wanting to make a donation to somewhere local. Golden Opportunity helps bring communities together. If you're tired of missing out on things around you, download Golden Opportunity from the iOS or Android store today. Businesses should contact them via email right away to take advantage of their free offer at a golden opportunity inc at gmail.com. Because in every community is a golden opportunity. Speaking of golden opportunity, Corey DLG had a golden opportunity that I hooked you up with. That's right. The legendary Hall of Famer, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Bagpipes inserted here. Uh, his daughter, Teal Piper, who is an actress, I think a musician. Yeah, singer-songwriter, actress. Is also a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was actually uh, in the Battle Royal on uh, AEW's last pay-per-view, the female casino oh, I Battle Royal. That. She was there. And uh, now she is going to be making her debut this, I think this past weekend she made her debut, mm-hmm. uh, the, rea- uh, the Women of Wrestling on Access TV, mm-hmm. and Corey DLG got to sit down and have an exclusive interview with Teal Piper. Here it is. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG, and hanging out here on 104.5 and 106.1. Uh, and with me, we have a really great guest I'm uh, bringing to you guys right now, making her wrestling debut this season on World uh, on Women of Wrestling. This is Teal Piper. How are you, Teal? Hi. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. We're always excited to have people on. Um... So kind of how did this how did the women of wrestling thing come about for you? 
Well, I once I decided I wanted to take a leap into wrestling, um, I was looking for a place in Los Angeles to train. Um, and David McLean is, and I have a mutual friend, so he graciously offered up their uh, training center in Long Beach for me to try out. And then once I spent some time there and really realized what a great company it was and everything, what a great production they put on, I immediately wanted to work with them so i um blackmailed david mcclain into a job <laughs> <laughs> hey listen it's a perfectly legitimate form of employment uh blackmail right. is easily a good way to get a job absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess really the first question is uh, um you know that's not really roddy piper's last name piper obviously um but you want to kind of give that callback right i mean that's that's sort of the 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 objective there with the name teal piper yeah, so I've always used um, my biological name for acting and everything, which was Tombs, um, but it just felt wrong to go into wrestling and not use Piper. It, you know, it wanted, I wanted to pay respect, especially because, you know, eyes are on me because of him. Um, so it just didn't feel like the right time to use a, my, another name. No, I totally, I totally get that. that makes, it makes great sense. Um, in WWE, Ronda Rousey was doing... Uh, you know, sort of a tribute and kind of a call out to him in her entrance and some of her moves and such. Uh, I don't know how close was was there any sort of communication between all of that, or, or were you involved in any sort of approvals or okay for anything like that? No one asked me anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not involved in any sort of approval or anything, but um, I will say that I. Ronda Rousey made me an MMA fan. Like she really brought women fighting to the forefront for me, and that was probably the beginning of me really appreciating, on a professional scale, like at women athletes in, in any sort of fighting sport. So then, when she decided to go over to WWE, and she, I got to go to WrestleMania last year, and that was actually the first time I met her in person, and it was just phenomenal to see her wearing the Rowdy name as a main eventer in WrestleMania as a female the first female main event match there you know i thought that that was just really awesome and it was really cool that she wanted to pay tribute to him that way no and you know what you're you're definitely right about the female sports thing um you know we we talk a lot about equality on our show and being a nerd is about being inclusive and being part of groups and communities um there there really was like a like a kind of a weird gap in women's athletics and sports where like tennis and I guess if you like golf, golf in that area were kind of the two areas where like, mm-hmm. when, but there wasn't a great of there wasn't a great amount of like nationally large women athletes until Ronda Rousey on, in in the MMA of all places. Um, and that's go ahead. That just interjecting. That's what I loved about Wow Women of Wrestling. You know, with you look at these large companies on a global scale, and they're just now have put women in that light and. David McLean, Selena Majors, Wow Women of Wrestling, they have been doing that for a very long time. They have been at the forefront of that agenda and really pushing that forward, and that was one of the big um, reasons why I decided they were the company that I wanted to work for. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Um, so Women of Wrestling is kind of a – it's got a, like a, uh, an interesting long history, and then they took some time off, and they came back here uh, the past few years – uh, this is going to be the fifth season coming back. Um, it, what was that like? Where, like, how much history is attached to this, and how much is just like this is the new thing, and we're less concerned about the old thing? 
I think that this is a new, um, you know, the best way I heard it is David McLean said, this is the original vision he had has finally come to fruition with, you know, this new launch of WOW Women of Wrestling. Um, so I think that it's been refined and focused, and I think now it is this, it, it is the product that they always dreamed of having out there, and it is, um, it, it's very unique. I mean, women in wrestling is huge right now, and this is the only, only place you can watch an all-female show, and they really bring back a lot of that old-school, legit wrestling that has been missing a little bit from the industry. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's very exciting for me because I love the old school stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it it is exciting. I, I do like that they call everyone superheroes too. They've got they've got you. They're calling you a superhero. I like that. Um, wh- I'd say that's being modest. Uh, <laughs> I say I'm more than a superhero, really. I like. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's that's the kind of boldness. Um, on the Twitter, you posted a, a picture of a pretty decent bruise there the other day. You want to call somebody out? What happened? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, well, I, you know, it was either Kong or ODB. It, was, it had to have happened when I was getting thrown out. Um, but I don't even know. My adrenaline was going so high. It was more of a, I loved it. You know, I, I said on my, you know, Twitter and Instagram that it's a badge of honor to me. Like, you know, it, I just thought it was awesome that I even, that I had a bruise for my first wrestling match. And, you know, I had a few pats on the back afterwards from wrestlers being like, ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, so I loved it. I thought that was really fun uh little trinket for me to go home with <laughs> there so that's a, that's a good way to put that so is what kind of uh i guess not not initiation it's not a sorority but like what kind of like break-in moments have you kind of had because you guys already taped some that's going to start airing on axs tv yeah yeah so uh, for me like i'm an old school person and i for me, the bigger moments I've had have been with the trainers. Like, Selena Majors is phenomenal, and she, I, I really feel, like, sort of a kinship with her. Like, she's very much mentored me and taken me under her wing as um, training me at WOW and teaching me the ropes. And, you know, like, you kind of get a little bit of those old-school people looking out for you because you are you are your kid, your dad's kid. But they really do take care of all the girls there. Um, and then there's so many other people. Malaya Hasaka, I mean, she's an ultimate heel, and I've always looked up to her from afar. She's terrifying, though. Uh, <laughs> absolutely terrifying. Uh, you know, so for me, that's where I feel a lot of the sisterhood and the kinship is actually just with the older generation mentoring me. That's very cool. Uh, I know we're up against it here. You got somewhere else you got to be here in a minute. That's the busy life of a, of a success there. Um, You've listed a bunch of other things that you like to do. What, what's kind of your favorite passion? I know, I know you're obligated to say wrestling, but you don't have to here. I do a lot of stuff. I actually have my first album coming out later this year. Uh, my next single, Animinity, will be on iTunes October 1st. Um, so music's always been a big passion project, although right now, you know, the ring is by far my focus and where I'm spending the most time. And then I like to do a lot of charity work for animals and stuff because they're just better than people. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I try to argue that, but then every once in a while I get reminded that, no, animals are animals are who we were supposed to be, I think. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much, Teal. Uh, it's been a ble- uh, pleasure to have you on here with Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, thanks for hanging out, and um, you, best of luck to you, and I'm excited to see what happens for you this year. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Why men great so they gotta be great? 
The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yay. I'm so excited because you got to talk to Till Piper. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of Man, fun. Man, that was awesome. I'm a pretty good interviewer. I think I might be. She's the, pretty good. I think I might be the best interviewer. She's pretty good. In the we uh, keep growing our list in the radio. of uh, celebrities we've been in contact with. Yeah, we're we're pretty famous. No restraining orders either. It's, oh yeah, about that. It has always been an adventure on this show. <laughs> so the adventure begins. Uh, comics, games, and more right there on 1488. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on. They want us to make sure you know that uh, tomorrow night at uh, the Tuesday the 10th. They are having their monthly Star Wars game night, um, and that's going to be going on from 5 to 8 p.m. they got a variety of games set in the Star Wars universe, the X-Wing, Legion, Outer Rim. they got all kinds of stuff going on. All skill levels are welcome. Show up ready to have a good time and play, and people will be there to help you out and show you what you're, what you're missing out on. So that's going to be tomorrow night from 5 to 8 p.m. That's exciting stuff. You're exciting stuff. I, I really am. Uh, this Sunday... Uh, from 2 to 6 p.m., they're having their cosplay and crafting meetup. Uh, it's four hours of uh, tips and crafting with other people, kind of getting into it. So if you're one of those people who wanted to get into cosplay, you weren't sure how it works, or you like it, but you want to step your game up, or you know everything and you want to help some people, this is when you show up and you do it and you have a good time. Also, next Monday, from 68 p- from 6 to 8 p.m. 68 p.m. 68 p.m., Chaz's Awesome Trivia Night. This is something they're working on here. They're going to start rolling these out. They're doing a monthly trivia night. It's general knowledge and pop culture. There's going to be it's free to play, and there's first, second, and third place prizing. Um, and it's a BYOB event, so if you stop next door at Tapped, you can pick something up and then have a good time right here at Adventure Begins. And make sure you keep September 21st cleared. It's Batman Day. They're going to have Batman, the Joker, a replica of the 1960s Batmobile is going to be swinging by. They're going to be running a special of 15% off on all Bat merchandise. Um, make sure you come in cosplaying as your favorite bat character. You're entered to win a contest. There will be a drawing at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. They moved that up from 9 p.m. 6 p.m. There's going to be a drawing. You do not have to be present to win. Uh, make sure to get on out there and have a good time. And also, they're going to have they've got something going on Wednesday, September 18th. It's an upcoming Spider-Man number one release party. It's to celebrate J.J. Abram and his son Henry are writing a Spider-Man number one one-shot. Ooh. Yeah. So they're getting together to celebrate that. Uh, we'll have more information for that as it comes up. And Nerd Thug Radio just announced a Heroclix event. Yep. Uh, 29th. A large store credit prize of $75 to first place. And then second place has the opportunity to win $25. It is a sealed event, which means you'll be buying material there to play. 
So you come, you spend a little bit of money, you participate, you have a great time, and a winner's walking away store rich. Store rich, fool. That's going to be Sunday, September 27th. We're going to keep letting you in on that. Got everything in my mama's name, but I'm storage. La, da, 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 da. La, 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 la. Yeah, that song was dope back in the day. Also, you can come spend some of that store credit on Another Day at the Office, which is sitting right there in the uh, local creator section of or, The Adventure Begins. It's cool. It's whatever. Got Everyone my first uh, consignment payment from them. Yeah, how much was it? Ten bucks? It was $22. Nice. For six sold copies. And then while I was there, we sold another one. Get to claim that on your taxes. Uh no, I mean it was it was used for uh, extracurriculars. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know. What you're you know saying. what I'm saying? Like, his don't. own comic books that he also bought. That oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So you got store credit yourself. I Wait. traded it. It was a trade. So uh, <laughs> in the you sold these comic books. I'll trade them for your comic books. During the break, <laughs> um, I love the new Shaq commercial. Oh, okay. like, I guess he owns some like Papa John's now. Yeah, essentially, Papa John's is cleaning up their image. The Mister yeah, Mister Papa John, Mister Papa, he made a mess of things, and by the end there, the board forced him out. He still owns his shares, but they made him step down as CEO. Get out. Uh, so he still owns, I think, 30% of the company. He's still not. So he's living nice. He's living nice. But, and he doesn't have to do all the However, he is no longer the face of the company that he started. Now it's Shaq. That's got to be a hard thing, like, personally. Like, if you built something and they're like, you screwed this up, so you got to go. Yeah, listen, man. But Shaq bought his way onto the board. Um, and that's how that works in the corporate world. You have to own a certain amount of stock to be on the board. Like, that's just the way it works. And he also apparently owns some franchises somewhere. I don't know. I haven't looked into where he is. L.A.? Miami? I, I don't know. Where does he live? Uh, Shaq right now, he's got a, his big house is in Miami or L.A., I mean, but I don't know if that's where he, quote, unquote, lives okay. now. Cool. Um, but that house they did on Cribs with the giant guest house, that was in L.A. Oh, also, I'm going to encourage you, the Jets did not win today. Oh, they didn't? They lost to Buffalo. Oh. settles our, our debate. It does. Um, but from uh, Shaq... Being involved, remember when Peyton Manning did the Denver thing and he got involved and for a minute he was like the face of Papa John's? Shaq is now basically leading the Papa John's re-imaging Charge. tour. Because everyone loves, yeah, yeah. everyone loves Shaq. And so Shaq's doing like commercials with kids and firefighters and, and like showing him working and at the stores. Pizza. Yes. So in one of the commercials, you have to pay attention. He goes to eat a slice of pizza and I saw it and I noticed what he did and I was blown away by this. He takes the pizza and he folds it like a like a you know like many people do, where like so you don't lose the toppings. He kind of tacos it up, right? But he's such a large dude that he sh- that the almost the entire slice of pizza goes into his mouth before he bites down. I love it. So essentially, like almost to the crust, when he it. bites down, at least a solid eighty percent of the pizza taco is gone. I try to. If anybody makes me eat cheese pizza, yeah, that's what I do. You you taco all it one, up all one bite. Oh. I like, I enjoy pizza. I like to sometimes. Oh, I love me some pizza. Sometimes I'll like take it apart and I'll eat some of the toppings off and then eat the pizza itself. I like, I, I, I do it different ways. Um, He's look, looking with at you? you in disgust. He really is. I, listen, look, I'm, I'm going to order a pizza and then make a salad out of it because I don't want the carbs. And then I'll go back and eat it because I really like it. Have I ever said I don't want carbs? Listen, <sighs> no. I, that's I, never I, been a sentence that's left your mouth you're unless you're making fun of someone. Else. I snort, put I snort on, lines of carbs. When you okay, put toppings on pizza, you eat the pizza. You no, sometimes I do. No, I don't pick them off and like set them aside. Like Sometimes I just like, oh. Yeah, this, you don't pick them off and eat them separately. No, They're there for a This sausage piece looks good. Oh. You're taking them away from the party. This meatball looks delicious. Are Pop you sure in. you're not Ben Roethlisberger? I know for a fact I'm not Ben Because it sounds like it the way you eat Someone your pizza. Someone check my bank account. The way That's you fair. eat your pizza. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> don't get in any weird places with Corey. He's going to pick you off and put you on the side and take enjoy him yourself. What am I, a hitman? What is that? Jeez. But, yeah, I, I, when, he, when he puts the slice of pizza in his mouth and basically in one bite, it's all gone. For a second, I was like, oh, my God, Shaq just destroyed this pizza slice. But then I was like, he's seven feet tall. And, like, he wears size 16 oh shoes. God, right. Like, there's no way. I love doing that. You know what I really like now, too? Uh, I love me a Totino's pizza. Okay. okay. Those things the, are the best. You know like the pizza rolls? No, 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 no. no. Oh, the, like the actual pizza? pizza? It's oh, like $1.15 nice. or 99 cents, depending on where you buy it from. They've nice. now gone up in price. Like, they were always 99 cents Depends forever. On Depends on where you go. Now, all of a sudden... Like anywhere in Spring Woodlands. Now they sell them like four for five bucks. Yeah, I'm okay. Depending on where you go, I'm not. Okay. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not I gonna like give my, that less though. I'm not giving my secrets away because I know where to get them for ninety nine cents. But now they make them in squares instead of circles. So like whenever Square I pizza. was your age, Nico, they what does this circles. world come to? So now I like to um like uh I like to put them in half. Yeah. So I, I'll cook the whole thing and then I'll just fold it in half. And then it's like eat a like a giant I feel like taco. I'm eating a pizza sandwich. Yeah, so I would cut that in half and then do two pizza tacos like that. Oh no, I eat, eat the whole thing. I don't cut it at all. I fold the whole thing in half. I've got big hands. I'm used to holding big things and just. See how did that become an attack on me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That went no, personal. You do what you do, you man. You pick those toppings off and eat the individual. I had a First friend who was a about, pizza salad. Right. Yeah. And now I don't have hands listen, big enough to handle a Totino's pizza. You do pizza. you. If you want to pick your weird toppings off, apparently this is Nerd Thug Radio where we pick on co-host Corey. Right. For your birthday, I, we're gonna mock you. Your birthday's so over. You reminded me of three a, times. of a story. Uh, one of the guys I knew in football. He was way taller than me. He was probably like six three, six four. He uh, he way during than me. the he was lunch. Right. Yeah. When he was fifteen. How so, tall was he, Nico? Six four, six five. Oh gosh, he missed it. Yeah. So right, he, tell your story. he uh he he was like he's like hey you want to see something neat so he peels like a regular sized orange you know about the size of my hand and he just puts the whole thing in his mouth and eats it like in one bite <laughs> and I was very confused. I Aren't bet he does. I bet he does movies now. And Ryan, yeah, probably. I bet, I bet he's a real popular guy in certain circles. Um, what was the line? How tall was he? he tall how, enough to ride how, a regular horse? He can ride a real horse. A he real can horse. ride a regular horse. <laughs> and you blew it. Uh, I wasn't even paying it. attention. Get off your <laughs> knees, Nico. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where are we at time wise before we time wise make man, the FCC I like time angry? Wise. Great gas station, Nico. How much time do we have? We're fine. Two and a half minutes. Yeah. All right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to wrap us on it on that note. Um, <laughs> great way to wrap us. By this uh, point, no one's listening, so we're. Good. I am. I am stoked though, as we're getting out here, uh, that football is back. Yeah, man, I just want to make that comment. I haven't uh, yet enjoyed it. I. You know what? I take that back. So Saturday, I didn't really have a whole lot to do. Okay. Had a few things to do here. Saturday, I refound my love for college football. Okay. That was um, the worst decision of your life, but okay. The last like four to five years, haven't really been a big college football fan. It's not as exciting to me. It started uh, when Dallas and Houston played on preseason football. Okay. I went to a buddy's house. We're drinking, barbecuing, watching the game. Uh, Texans are looking like crap. Yeah. So I had never been a bigger Miami Hurricanes fan that night because we watched <laughs> that game. So I was like, man, I really like me some college football. And there were just some good games Saturday. And there were. Clemson, and uh, then I'm, a huge, I'm a huge UT fan. Uh, now that they're actually relevant again, it makes it more fun to watch. But then they were playing LSU that night. Then it was Stanford and USC. Yeah. Like it was just some good football games. It really was. And they weren't like. And by the way, games. USC looked great. <sighs> oh, that's that Graham Harrell running that it offense. It really is. But it just I refound my love for uh for college football. So I've never been a college football guy. I just oh, don't man. I don't like 
that there's so many teams and a lot of teams play down and then play like three important games all year. Yeah, yeah. I don't like all that stuff. Um, however, because this year, uh, shameless plug for Sports Map, I'm covering SEC, the SEC, yeah. as well as all of the Division One Texas schools. Nice. So I'm doing like rankings and reports. So I've been watching the college football the past. How Baylor weeks. do? Uh, I I I didn't uh, catch the Baylor game. The Baylor game wasn't on because the other games were okay. Um, so I gotta I like so like tonight I gotta go back and read a bunch of reports before I turn on my stuff tomorrow. But uh, I really I, Texas played well. They did. Uh, they played well, but I mean that's you can't expect Listen, to beat. And, well, in that Texas game, I know we, you guys have your own sports show, but you can't be <clears throat> inside the five yard line no. two times in the first quarter and get no points. And get no, you can't drop a pass. What did we zone. What did we say? That was one of the games that was on. Remember, and they didn't right, get that yeah. field goal. They went for well, the touchdown, and the kid drops the ball. Net hit and drop. 35 passes in a row hadn't dropped drops right, that one. and drops that one. Um, and I tell Nico, early in a game, you get the points. Late in a game, you take the chance. Uh, shout out, though, to my childhood best friend, Ben Houston. Okay. From the time we were, I want to say, fifth grade, we just – we're both huge UT fans, so we watched college football a ton. Plus, NCAA football was on uh, PlayStation back then. Man, back then, before uh, they, they – Yeah, pulled it. Yeah. So, like, I had always been a huge college fan, so, like – the drafts for NFL were always very meaningful for me because you knew because I guys knew were these people. Yeah. So yeah. the past few years, like I would literally, like we would literally, because we went to we were in high school, we went to we were college roommates. Like we would take off like, for the draft. For the draft, like the Friday before, sure. we take the Friday off to like rest up because Saturday is a it all used to day. be all day. Yes, it was pizza all day long and watching the draft. And now. I just – I don't really watch a lot of college football, so I don't know a whole bunch. Like, I know the first round. After that, right. I'm done. The year I lived with Domino, I had never seen someone, like – I'd been to parties where people had kegs. I had never seen someone just get a keg because he was like, we're going to be drinking all day because yeah. it's the draft. So, like, we went and got a keg in the – not a pony keg. And in the garage, there was, like, only five of us, but we were watching the draft all Yes, we did that day. two years in a row. My freshman and sophomore year of college, we had a buddy who lived off campus. So, we went and got a keg. We ordered tons of pizza, yep. and we got like forty dollars in quarters, and we just played like poker while watching the draft and drinking <laughs> and eating pizza all day long. It was the greatest thing. Um, I'm really excited though. Like, we'll see how the Texans' year goes. Uh, I think. Have we done our Super Bowl predictions yet? Uh, I did mine for the. We did ours for the sports show. Okay, Who do cool. you, uh, we went. I went New England oh, yeah. uh, Packers. I'll go New England St. Louis. Okay, New England St. Louis. Um, I shaded to St. Louis a little, so I don't think. Oh, L.A. Now there they yeah, are, the LA. L.A. Rams. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll yeah. go New England, uh, L.A. Rams. But uh, I'm excited that opening weekend the Texans get that Monday night game against the Saints. Yes, uh, that's yes, pretty exciting. That's tonight, and uh, I'm so excited to watch it. Th- that'll set the tone for this season because a lot of people are like, "Oh, we looked so bad during the preseason, and no one believes in these trades." I'm curious to see how we look tonight. Tonight will, will set the tone. It will for the also season. set the tone for your fantasy football season. Yes, it will because I got a lot of players from that New Orleans Texans game. Well, that's going to wrap it up this edition of Nerd Thug Radio. It's been fun. It's been exciting. It's been eventful. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Mm, Any dang it. Darn it. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs>